welcome in to another episode of the podcast thank you very much if you guys continue to listen i have a very special guest and he was one of my first friends at my university kevin introduce yourself um what's up my name is kevin um i guess i know brett <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, right. this, this podcast is gonna be extra special because you got like two deep ass voices with mohit and kevin and it's gonna be so it's gonna flow so well together i'm gonna tell you well i'm just happy that you know we have people that can talk about this stuff and not be shy about it so thank you for joining us today and like you know giving a little bit of insight of what's going on in your life and you know dealing with you know mental health and just goals and struggles as you grow up you know thank you um i appreciate um being on the podcast uh i'm excited for everyone yeah. you have to say to me yeah for sure let's start with like you know i met this guy in like the the weirdest circumstances i actually met him through a friend you know abisan right yeah yeah we met we met uh through mutual the, friends it was like and, during uh, the french like french one one oh like, yeah yeah it was during like yeah. uh french uh the french final we we don't we both took the same class but we were not in the same like um section and then we just like met up with through mutual friends and it was like he's a pretty chill guy he plays basketball so then you know <laughs> you play sports it's kind of easy to f- make friends i find and like really it was just it was like pretty cool to have like um just having this connection and then what was interesting when we first started the podcast like he reached out to me talking about like you know oh you're like you're doing this like podcasting and it's it's cool and i was wondering man like how you been holding up i know like things been different and you know you're not really living a normal life you know what has changed from you know, being on the campus life versus, you know, in school study yeah, or in, I mean, in, like, at home. I mean, like, what? It's been like, it's been like a year, which is actually crazy. Yeah. Like, like I still remember that Psych 102 class, but um, a lot has happened for sure. Um, I mean, like, I feel like I've, like, definitely, like, this quarantine, it's, it's both, like, good and bad. Like, obviously like it's bad because like it's not normal for a human being to like be out here like in the room like 20 hours like it's like it's not good for your mental health but um it has also like given me the opportunity to like reflect on like my life and stuff and like um and like what the hell i need to be doing and um yeah after 30 weeks of doing this podcast i started to realize you gotta like enjoy what you have now right and also slowly aim further and further and further right it's it's not like a hundred meter sprint it's a it's like a fucking marathon you know that's what i learned and when you're dealing with school and your big aspirations and where you want to go to if you think too far ahead you kind of miss out with all the things such as hanging out with your family or hanging out with your friends 
um, going to events, parties, and all of that. I mean, you can talk about all these pro pro basketball players who just you know are always in the gym twenty four seven and everything like that. If that was if that's what makes you happy in life and you really want to go for your goals, um, you got to do those things where you gotta skip out on the stuff that you know knows me that makes you happy because you're aiming for something bigger that's a drive but for me because people are different i realize i need a lot of things like i I gain happiness from the things that i have now it's just i get really anxious and scared when i go too far out and then i only think too far out you know yeah. If my mind's always too future oriented, then I'm just gonna be anxious my whole life. So I don't know if it's like you know, it's like that with you, if you've been thinking too much ahead. I mean, you're right, because like I mean it's it's good to have like both like long term and short term goals, but I think like I've learned like um in my first year at UBC, like um I think it's important to have short term goals. Cause like what, like my first year at UBC, I was in like, what, like arts, right? And like, yeah. I was like trying to transfer to kinesiology, but like that is like kind of like my long-term goal for now, I guess, or it yeah. was, but like outside of the short-term goal is like get 80% average. I think having those like little, like small day-to-day week by week goals, like it makes you like, makes you more able to like reach that long-term goal. Cause like you're taking it like step-by-step, step, right? Like I remember like what? like that psychology class right like we had those like yeah those like quizzes on canvas oh, or some shit bro yeah man I yeah suck yeah like no nah, like <laughs> i always had in mind like my short term goal right like get get an 80 percent average and like as like because i had that short term goal that was like obtainable and like realistic right like yeah. i was able to like actually get it by the end of august it was actually relates to like some shit i learned in psych- from like my sports psychology class actually like to have like a good goal like needs to be like realistic needs to be like timing and shit like that mm-hmm. and then that's that's funny because we don't really think about the short term now you know like we're always thinking big 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 all the time yeah Especially when I'm seeing like all these successes that people are having, like, um, or they're bragging in social media, like, oh, what are you doing in quarantine? You know, I'm out here grinding, getting money and et cetera, like that. And they, and then you make a comparison with yourself. You're just like, man, I'm not there yet. You know, like I'm not to that position where like, you know, know, we have the same goals. Like, for example, like that person that person who's the influencer who's like making it big right now and me we have the same goals of like getting rich for example right they're already mm-hmm. doing that but for me i'm comparing my timeline to their timeline right and who knows yeah. where that person came up from because they probably had a long term goal and they set that goal long before i even thought about money you know what i mean so yeah you just got to think a lot about yourself right now yeah i mean you know? yeah also yeah um also like what like i mean like it's also like everyone has like their own like what path to, to the top of the mountain right like 
everyone got their own like cards that like that they got dealt in life right so like it's like really i think i've learned like it's really important like to not give a shit about like that like fucking millionaire like living across the street from me but like focus on like what it's like kind of like stoicism right like it's like yeah you you can't control like some things but like the things you can control like you should work on those and like yeah that's why i kind of that's why i'm kind of obsessed with like mastering the mind for example like just just self self awareness yeah like just controlling what you can control is like a good thing like i know mahi yeah. like you, you've been mahi especially like he, he's been thinking a lot about you know how he's gonna come out in like quarantine as a more social person right i know you have yeah. that but like do you have short-term like stuff that you want to get done now like i don't, I don't really hear you talk about like short-term goals me you know what i mean yeah do you have short-term goals i i think i have like a few short-term goals um i mean usually it involves just starting things you know like working out and stuff like that like i'm just like i want to that's a short-term goal would be like let me see if i can work out like three times this week and i'm not focused about next week i'm just focused about this week or even like the day like i'm gonna work out today right like i just tell myself that and then if i complete that then i feel good about myself and then i keep going right and Mm -hmm. that's how i look at like short-term goals but a lot of the i mean it's kind of hard sometimes because a lot of the stuff going in on my life usually i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff i need to do in the long term right i just need like it's hard to think short term sometimes right but uh, the way i like to do it is just like break it up like if i want to gain a lot of weight then instead of thinking okay let me gain 40 pounds in this set amount of time or 20 pounds in this set amount of time i think okay let me work out three times this week or let me eat more eat like one more snack a day or something or mm-hmm. eat one more meal a day or something like i I try that's that's how I view short-term goals like I just want to set something achievable in a week or a day or whatever in order to achieve my long-term goal right mm-hmm. yeah actually um I think um to add on to that like um I think like something that's like helped for myself at least like I like just mentioned it like it's good to like start off your day like like for me like I'm also like trying to like well like lose weight and like go to the gym as well like go like work out as well right i think what's been helping with me with that is like it's good to like be specific in your goals right like i guess like one example is like i want to like i'm working on my cardio right so like i made it a goal it's like i wrote down like the specific like number of kilometers and how many minutes and like at what time i mean like i feel like scheduling is kind of difficult sometimes because like it's like quarantine is just makes it difficult and yeah. easier to procrastinate but it's good um but having like more specific like number like what's the word called qualitative quantitative quantitative data on that shit like it makes it more like easy to see what, what the fuck you're gonna do yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree and like yeah also like i think what's also helped is like for my kinesiology i mean some more long term but like you can apply to short term it's like um 
you sometimes like need to like um just it's you sometimes you know like visualize like yourself doing it, like in your mind like i remember i think if you told me in high school that i was like because my grades were shit in high school like if you told me i was going to get into ubc kinesiology in high school which is like what like there's only like 300 people that they're accepted into that program like every year and there's like probably like thousands of people that apply I was like like probably shit my pants and probably not think i would get in but like i think i've learned that like you visualize yourself like like actually getting there like each and every day which like i like try doing like makes it more attainable like i never thought i'd like be able to if i'm being honest mm. i know you you were working hard with that that's how we kind of connected because i was actually supposed to go to ubc for kinesiology like that's the first faculty i applied to and i didn't get in i was like bummed because i thought in my future that would be doing something like physiotherapy as well so the fact that i didn't get into kinesiology is like a huge roadblock in my goal then i did get into sfu but I don't know, my mind and then just talking it through with my family and stuff just made me want to go to UBC. And, yeah. you know, just I have like good friends from high school who are also going to UBC and I felt like I belonged there. So then I just took the arts. I got into arts at least. And, you know, if I didn't do that, then I I, I probably wouldn't have realized what I... I wanted or what my interests are because if I were to stick to kinesiology then I couldn't really branch out too much because I had to go down one path and that's like all kinesiology classes but with arts it's a little bit more liberal like you're yeah you have freedom to choose different different topics so I got to explore like political science and then right away I was hooked and I didn't even know like that I was going to be into this or even had aspirations to go to law school, you know? So just oh, doing, yeah, like, like I want to go to law school now. That's good. Study hard. I'm thinking of studying for the LSAT, but you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. Like I just need a good amount, you know, just being a good, good middle. Yeah. Something to get me going up and, waking me up every morning during quarantine but not something where i'm gonna be mentally distressed during this time you know just a good middle ground is what i want so i don't know if people struggle to find that something that gets them up in the morning at least and like something that is too much or Or there's also that point where you're deficient, where it's just like, you have no motivation at all. So this is like the golden mean Aristotle was talking about, you know? Oh, like virtue ethics, right? Virtue ethics. That's, that's the <laughs> class I just took. That's why I was so... You, Aristotle's yeah. the GOAT, man. Did you read um, what, what's about Nicomachean ethics? Yeah, Nicomachean ethics. Oh, Nicomachean. That's, yeah, Nicomachean yeah. ethics was the one I read. And it was like talking about the golden mean, yeah. like deficiency and excess. Now. You're reading it right now? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I mean, it's a very, I don't know. I'm not a very good reader. It's like quite difficult. Like it takes like 10 minutes to read a page, but like, I think, um, 
what I've gotten from it so far is like, um, like the acts that you should do is like what it's like a balance between virtue and vice. So like, yeah, what Aristotle doesn't think that like there's like per se like a objective like moral standard, right? But like it's more like, would you say it's like more like dependent on the context? Yeah, it's with Aristotle, um, basically a moral person is a good person let's say right more person yeah. good person and to live a good life you got to be a good person so he finds that people need to kind of aim at the middle of two extremes so one a deficiency there's the ends i mean there's a extreme of deficiency and extreme of excess right so i give this example yeah. like last time where it's just like uh cowardly cowardness cowardness as a deficient and excess would be um what would be an excess like brute brute force you know yeah, what I, mean? I mean i think the example in his writings is like courage and being being afraid so like it's like if you see i think one example is like if you see a robbery right like um the right thing like the the right thing to do, like what would be the right thing to do, like depends on like the robber has like a gun, right? If he has a gun, yeah. like you don't want too much courage. You wanna be at that golden mean. But like if the guy is like running and you can like tackle him, you gotta stop being a wuss and like tackle that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that, is that, is that Aristotle's uh, words right there? Is that words? <laughs> well, no, He's no, quoting no, Aristotle. Just, by like years. I'm just imagining yeah. Aristotle like, man, just just tackle that motherfucker. Just yeah. like, he just wrote that in a book, dude. I can see that. Dude, checks out. I mean, the ancient Greeks be doing some like crazy shit. True. Yeah. I've heard like, about that. Y'all know, like, y'all know, like, they be like. Like they'd be like grown ass men be like mating with like young men, right? Like that was like the Norman shit. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was like <laughs> they they can do whatever they want, you know. It's it's not it's not for me to judge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've read the book like Plato's Republic, but like yeah, I he was like that. saying like, have you read it? My bad. Yeah, I read. It. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, um... I think there's like this one part that was saying like. He wanted to, like Plato wants like tell false stories and shit to like, like the children because like he wanted to like raise like set like certain virtues into society, right? Yeah, the myth of metals. Yeah, like um, y'all think. Yeah, the myth of metals. It's where um okay, basically to give a rundown of like Plato, is like Plato told this lie to like people in the in the Republic, saying that you were born with certain metals, right? And if you have copper, then you're like a worker. And if you have gold, gold, you're like a guardian, right? And so basically, if you were to sum it up into like today's text, it would be like, stay in your lane type thing, you know? You're raised, yeah. if you're raised one way, stay, stay in that way. You know, don't, don't branch out because your, your, your uh, service is important to the community, you know? But I don't, I don't believe in that because we're not we're not defined by one thing, right? Like yeah, we're, we're we're humans. Humans are really complex, 
and they branch out and explore different things. And to kind of constrain yourself to be only doing one sort of, you know, activity for the rest of your life or thinking one sort of way is just, you know, it's, it's outrageous to me. You know, you're, you're a human. You got to be able to do things yeah. in your life and explore the world, you know, you, because you only have one life. You know, imagine just living your life completely just, you know, thinking one way. You know, that's why that's why I love talking about politics with other people and philosophy because they get different, you know, insights on certain things. Right. And, you know, that leads me to the question. Right. Like, how do you know if you live the happy life? Like, what is what is our happy life to you or. What is our purpose? You know, and I don't mean to get so philosophical, but, you know, since you're here. Yo, Kev, by the way, Kevin's like, like he's philosophical, man. He he like reads all this philosophy I mean, well, shit. I mean, it's mostly like sociology now because like I'm thinking of like mining in sociology actually. Cause, like, oh, really? Because like I've realized I took um kinesiology two six two, and yeah. it's a sociology of health, right? Like I realized that like health, the way we think about like health and society, it's like very, it's very um. You know the term positivism, like yeah. positivism. It's like very. We all we always think of like disease and like health as like a pathology, right? Yeah. Like, you go to the doctor, you expect them to just give you medicine, and then that's it, right? But yeah. then like it's important to. I think that class taught me to re, to understand that like it's important to understand like that health is not only just a pathological thing, but it's also like a occurs in like what like a social context and shit right yeah like like you'd be talking to people of different economic backgrounds ethnicities even like gender and gender specific uh, yeah and like you need to know like where these people are coming from because like how do you know not know like like what if because like a lot of like disease and like pathology and shit is influenced by like your lifestyle factors right and like you need to keep that in mind to answer your question though what you you asked me about like what like the happy life right yeah like what is what is there to be you know aiming for really is there a certain goal yeah i mean I will say, like, I'm only 19, right? Like, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of stuff. There's still a lot for me to learn in life and shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I still even don't know. I just still don't have to pay them bills and shit. But um, what I think, like, one thing right now, I don't know if it's cynical or not, but you know, like Albert Camus. No, no. Oh, no, he's no. like, he's like this like story writer or some shit, but like. He made an allusion to like what he, you know, like the myth of Sisyphus. No, I don't even know yet. I mean, it's basically um, an ancient Greek myth talking about how um, this dude named Sisyphus, like he was like trolling the gods or whatever. So, (laughs) so the gods. You know this one? I like. I know what happened to him, but I don't know why. 
Like uh, I, I know it's I think punishment. He, I, don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I mean, know. like I'm like I just understand the moral of it. Yeah, can move on depicted but like it's basically like what the he was like trolling the gods the gods were like they're like canopies so like they punished him to like push a rock for eternity right so like he's on a hill he like pushes a rock but like right when he gets up to the top he like falls down right down after and he does it like forever like he's stuck but um i think um Camus, he he was like talking about like how like um sometimes like um his famous quote is what I think it was like because like when you when you're pushing that boulder up, it may be it may like fall down after, but like I think it's the struggle. He said like the struggle itself is enough to like fill. As much as I, this is my answer right now because I'm not team. It's like it may be kind of cynical, but it's not. I don't think it's that cynical. I think it's it gives me motivation to like realize like the the ride to your goals are much more enjoyable and what gives like shit shit meaning yeah i think that's the classic like enjoy the journey not the end or right yeah yeah those cliches yeah i mean it makes a lot of sense i don't think many people um listen to that or think about that very much right like a lot of people are focused on let me get to this end let me you know lose a hundred pounds or whatever let me gain 40 pounds let me let me finish school and start working let me graduate like they're always focused on that stuff and less about you know i'm happy that i was able to you know i was able to get through the workout today i was able to get through the test today or you know whatever what like get through the work day like people aren't really focused on that stuff and they're really focused on like i want to make this much money i want to graduate school like they're really focused on the end goal and you know you always hear that focus on the journey not the destination or whatever and you know people i think a lot of people just dismiss it as a cliche and never really listen to it you know what what is like pleasure like happiness if if it's like i don't like imagine like you know like the the shit with like what robert knows yo why am i talking about so much philosophy like like the <laughs> yeah, hedonism going, going. just keep going like like how would like success or anything be meaningful if you like didn't like suffer struggle att- obtaining it a little bit right like like climbing the mountain and shit right like if you just if you just like poof on the top like what mean like it's just like it's kind of boring that's how i do yeah that's how yeah if you're on the top then what now you know what i mean you're a billionaire you can buy everything you want money's not an issue what now you know that's why i believe that there's a you need to find something constantly you need to be doing and there's so many goals that you need to be yeah. working on the same time but when you're working on those goals realize what you have right now you know yeah it's it's one life like every day you i mean you can say like every day i'm putting in work i'm putting in work towards this i'm putting in words towards this that's great you know i don't i don't hate that at all because i want to be that person too who puts in work every day but at the same time you got to find some balance to appreciate. You know what? 
maybe I'm just gonna go on a walk, a nature walk, and just like enjoy the nice day. That's stuff I want to do. You know, yeah. like I I like to enjoy the sun just by myself, sitting down and just just chilling. You know, I'm not I don't have to be doing anything. I don't want to be studying. I don't want to be talking to friends or whatever like that. I just want to be enjoying my day, like enjoying in the sun. And then I have time. You know what? Now I want to enjoy my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then now I, I want to be studying because I want to work towards this goal. So there's multiple goals, right? You're putting, putting your... Whew, how do I say this? See, this is the problem with me. Right? <laughs> How do I say this? What, like a brain fart? Yeah, no, no. It's just like you see, okay, I get enjoyment from sitting outside and enjoying the sun. I get enjoyment from hanging oh. out with my friends and I get enjoyment from studying because I know it's gonna lead to some bigger goal in mind, right? Yeah. But the thing is like I always want to be enjoying what I'm doing. If it's too much, too much of everything is no good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah this actually so, relates to um what you just talked about like the aristotle stuff <laughs> yeah so it's good that we are thinking about this and i wish you know hopefully people thought about this too it's everybody's trying to do to be the most productive in their life trying to work towards one goal and one goal and one goal yeah. But now, what made me realize being all alone is just, hey, you know, people people are dying through this like terrible disease, through like this virus, COVID, and it's just like, what am I gonna, you know, what am I gonna do in my life? You know, the, their life is is gone, right? And then if I'm working towards only one big thing. And I'm spending all my time into it, right? And I may receive some pleasure, but then I'm constantly stressed out by that one goal that I have. Then I feel like I'm not really living life. You feel me? Yeah, actually, um, I I kind of want to talk about because, like, to relate to that, like, um, my like incident, like, my like experience, like, getting into like. Damn, I'm talking about this shit a lot, but like you the UBC kinesiology experience, right? Like yeah. I think like if I start when I started, I always wanted to have that optimistic like end goal of being UBC kinesiology when I was like in high school, right? Like yeah. I always like said if I did this much, I would get into kinesiology, right? But like mm -hmm. I think as as I've gotten like rejected, like I, bro, I applied like three times, I think, mm -hmm. to the program. Yeah. yeah. But I think like with all the all the times I've applied, I've realized to not focus on the end goal, but like the, the process itself. Because like, first of all, like you learn a lot of shit. Like I've learned that college, like university is kind of like kind of overrated. Like if, if you like high school, like going into the first year, like if, you, if you're not committed into like what the fuck you want to do with your life, like I honestly would recommend you either take a gap year or go to college this is like much more economical just doing what you're doing like in front of you and not focusing on whether you get into the program or not like it feels much more satisfying like i don't i feel like more like liberated from the from the stress of like whether 
thinking about whether I'm going to get accepted or not. Because, like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's, like, kind of, like, like just a stoic view as well, actually. It's, like, if I get in, like, I'll be fine. If I don't, I'll be fine as well. That's good. I see yeah. that you're now looking at things, like, even sociology. Like, you found something there, even though you were rejected from, you know, a possible ends that you that think you think will make you happy you know but you're able to find some happiness somewhere else and just learning about philosophy too right yeah so i'm i'm happy to see that we're we're still learning you know even though we didn't make it like we we both were on the same boat and saying we wanted to get into kinesiology but you know even though that failure happened look at us we're still talking about life and we're still we're still all yeah. together, you know? I mean, yeah. right, Mohan? You know? yeah. It's important to, I mean, it's important to have, like, an end goal, but, like, it's also important to realize the stuff, the shit you're doing and, like, the shit that makes you happy, like, that's in front of you as well. And, that, like, yeah. that's what makes, makes like, the time being, like, more meaningful. For at least, for me at least. For me at least. Yeah, I'm enjoying my time now and I'm enjoying, like, just this conversation yeah. that we're having, like, what you been doing, like, um, other than school? In school, I mean, like I said, uh, mentioned earlier, like, uh, I, rely- I realized I was, like, pretty, pretty fucking fat. <laughs> so, like, um, I started, like, going on a diet again, like, working out more and doing more cardio mm-hmm. right now. Like, That's good for you, yeah. Tracking yourself every day, going to the gym. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, good. Running a shit ton, actually. That's good. Like doing abs. Abs workout, buddy. It's killer. You're doing what you're doing, and like all I can say is, man, you keep doing it. Like, and also keep talking. Keep talking to people. You know, always keep up with your friends, and just try to stay connected somehow. Is what we all can learn. You know, I haven't seen this guy in like a year literally a yeah. year september i will f- we'll find a way because you you are going to langara now well no nah, already i'm going back to ubc in september You're going back to you oh really? yeah i already got in yeah no oh yeah yeah, yeah. you show me <laughs> yeah Damn. oh yeah, yeah you show me well no is a very good school like honestly yeah. like i recommend it over UBC. like the, the it's like smaller classrooms the professors like the majority of them are like very like caring I think yeah. like in my last term, I went to office hours like once a week. <laughs> and, That's like, sick, bro. And, like, um, it was just like a very professional institution that that's very overlooked. I would speak very highly about it. <laughs> Anyone asking well, me about it? Hey, man. Well, uh, thank you for being here once again. Um, you know, it was great catching up with you. This is like one of those episodes where it's just like, you know, we're just we're just talking, man. We're just talking about life. We're just here together, and it's cool. And then bringing Mohit and Kevin, now they're friends. I'm just bringing <laughs> yeah. it together, you know. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> it is the first, first step to me becoming more social, right? The big goal. It's yeah. a it's a yeah. this is the small goal leading to the big goal, right? Yeah, you, know? you got first visualize it though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
this is a little excerpt part and what we weren't aware of is that it was like mental health week awareness week yeah mental health awareness week yes may 3rd to may 8th i think yeah in canada at least i don't know about the states yeah considering that he reminded us about this um really we well i i should only speak for myself right now but like i i do suffer a little bit have some anxiety phases and i've been through counseling a lot so i just got to emphasize one more time that you know getting help is important when you need it and i must say with my experience with counseling some have different experiences than others is i was just able to you know vent out my issues uh with myself because most of my problems have been just me not being feeling that i'm good enough or not feeling that i'm making too much of an impact in my social life or or just not working hard enough towards the goals that i want to reach right and all those is mentally draining and it kind of hurts my the way that i'm living and if i wasn't for my counselor you know i wouldn't be the person i am today or even have the guts to make a podcast that talks about mental health so there is a stigma to it and now we have a group of people like right here like right now that are willing to you know share their experiences because i know all of us had that point of anxiety either through school socially or just with family you know it could come from many places and like I know you had some sort of statistic, Kevin, on it. Yeah. Or what was it again? Um, it's like from the Canadian government, it says that twenty-five percent of like adults, like in their lifetime, will like experience some sort of like anxiety disorder. And I think it like it's like very, you know, some small way it's like kind of comforting, right? Like you know, like people are like perceiving the world the same way as you, and like it makes you feel like less alone. Because like when you have anxiety, right? The shit is shit is fucking crazy. Like I don't know how you experience it, but like when I experience it, like I fucking wake up in the morning, like my chest is tight. I feel like someone's gonna like stab me, bro. Like like I, someone I'm gonna die or some shit. But like it's like crazy. But like I think knowing that like more people, more people experience the same shit as you, like it feels like you feel like that connect, that connection, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had that at one point. But yeah, like, like I I talked to someone that like they live through like what I'm anxious about living through. And when they told me their stories and the stuff that they went through, it actually helped me a lot despite, you know, they didn't necessarily give me much advice, but just knowing that somebody went through what I'm scared of going through, like, you know, they didn't work for a long like they said they didn't work for like nine years. They their girlfriend like cheated on them, and um, it, it was difficult for them to go to school. It was difficult for them to go outside. They were extremely skinny. Um, you know, basically one to one to my life. And hearing that like made me very happy. Like, just, yeah. I, I don't know if happy is the right word, but like it was very relieving hearing that. 
somebody was in my position where I I guess I'm like you know it's not like my, it's not like I have not worked for like nine years or something or or my girlfriend like my girlfriend hasn't cheated on me I have a happy relationship like um and I'm working out now like I'm gaining weight like it's not like I'm gonna go through that again but just him just hearing that he went through that and is now like a better person made me very relieved that I don't need to be so worried about how my life's gonna turn out like as long as I keep a level head and don't like lose my sanity as long as I make sure I stay calm and not get stressed about needless things that I'm probably going to be able to get through it and sometimes like maybe I would have came to that conclusion regardless of if he told me that story but hearing that made me a lot it made it everything a lot more easier right yeah and I think people really undervalue that right yeah I think um to add on to like that like the stigma of it like the nature of mental illness like people think it's like some shit that that like comes like you know y'all know like there's like two types of like depression right one is like oh like i didn't get into my dream school i'm sad for like two weeks but like it's it's over right like you you persevere but like there's a then there's like legit depression right like the mental illness like people like get mixed up with that shit and like i think i think it was good that we we t- like i don't know if you took psych 101 but like i, I think it was good that we I, I took both like took psychology um university because like i understand like the nature of mental illness and like it's something that it's it's not something you like you just like tell it's not like some, some like weird spiritual problem it's like it's like a lot of factors it's just, like your upbringing your environment your childhood experience your your own like biological genetic makeup right that like builds it and it's, most of the time it's like out of your control right so like i think once once i've like understood the nature of, of mental mental illness right like i realized like it's good to if i have like some friend or whatever around me it's good to like listen to them like counsel them but like it's also we also i think i've also realized that um because understand how this this shit works like it's also like important to um make them more to advise them to go like see a professional as well because in the end this thing is also something that is like something that is out of our control sometimes and that we need just like we need to go see a doctor for a broken leg or some shit like we like feeling like shit every day not being able to do shit like you know you got to see someone sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And the number one thing that we can learn here right now is like, you know, if you're in university, go take a psych class if you're able to, just to see, you know, the nature of it. And if not university or whatever, you know, even just like the internet, you can learn more about it and how uh, maybe if you're experiencing it, like what are the signs or just how to like coping mechanisms and even just like if you know people that are dealing with it um i wouldn't say like learn how to give advice or anything like that but more be i'd more say like just be there for that person is the number one thing yeah. you know it's hard it's hard to give advice sometimes to 
because you don't know what their whole situation is right now. But as long as you're there for the person and that person knows that you care about them, it can really make a big difference without you doing, yeah. you know, much. Right? Yeah. So it it all starts with you and your actions and what you do. So just you know, start start by just educating yourself, you know? That's yeah. That's really how you can go through it. Anything I think else? I think if I were to have like uh someone I knew that like is probably going through this shit like um because like i understand how it works like i think i mean i I will be there to like help them if they're like struggling like i think what is most most important is like to to tell them to go get help first because like i understand how this shit works and like i understand you can't just talk out of this shit like you need you need like cbt or some shit and like you need to I think it's like y'all y'all gotta like break the barrier to go get professional help. And like I would just like straight up tell them to go get help like professional help in like a in a colloquial way, I guess. Yeah, I think uh something that's also very important that just came to mind now is that I think a lot of people like undervalue how important it is to like help the person get help, you know. Because, like, if you told me to go see a counselor, like, I don't think I would go see a counselor, <laughs> right? Like, especially if I was in my darkest um times, like, I just wouldn't because, uh, I, I don't whatever reason, like, I'm too lazy or I'm scared or, you know, whatever excuse comes to mind. I think it's very helpful if you would help them, you know, find someone that will work for them, especially if you're a close friend to them, you know, you... You probably know them as well as anyone else, right? So it's, it's it would be nice if you know, if people were were to help their friends find the counselor that best fit, best fits them. And um, yeah, I think that uh, something I know that when I was going through a rough time, I wish I had right is somebody who was um, willing to help me find the help that I needed. You know, for sure yeah. we all need to do our part and by doing our part i mean breaking this barrier breaking the stigma it affects people every day and it affects people further now because we have a pandemic and you know people might not have the access to the resources that they would usually get so nowadays go mm-hmm. go check up on people go you know be that person to step up they'll really appreciate your help and knowing that you're there to care. So that's, that's how we can solve this thing just by little by little by everybody doing their part. And um, I want to say, you know, thank you for sharing Kevin. It was, it was good. And, you know, I'm happy that you're here to talk about it and, you know, give a little bit of insight about anxiety, you know? I mean, I think it's important because like this shit is real. Like this shit is real. Like, I didn't think it affect like me personally but, like this shit is real you know like it's much more common than you think so like you gotta like watch out like other people it's like this shit is not it's not fun sometimes yeah i will say that mahit let's end it off man yeah dude uh i anxiety's been one hell of a bitch for me so <laughs> and, and um yeah just 
even like hearing like someone I haven't talked to experiencing stuff that I've also experienced is very relieving in a in a kind of a weird way right like I don't want to hear I don't want to hear that a lot of people experience anxiety but in a way it is very relieving because yeah. you know I, mean, I have experienced that feeling of waking up and you know feeling like you're gonna die or some some crazy shit's about to happen to you like I've definitely also experienced yeah. that like the intrusive thoughts and shit right like yeah it it really yeah. gets up in your head like it's it's crazy sometimes but yeah. knowing that I'll, you know other people experience the same thing yeah. as much as i don't want them to it it is relieving yeah i mean i think like i'm just the type of person because uh um i mean everyone's different right but like for me like i feel like i want like other people to know about this shit because like there's like some shit that triggers it right like for me it's like my health like i'm every time like some shit like small shit happens to me like i think i have like cancer or some shit <laughs> I, I i think this so, like i want way, people to, like i for me myself at least like i just want people to know like know like that like what triggers the, the shit and like so like they're more aware of it so like if i start freaking out they can like see see when i'm freaking out but like that's for me personally like, everyone's different